we see like people's comments? I don't know. Can you tell this is our first live video we've that, ever like, done ever? That's like write a comment. I don't want to write a comment. I want to see what y'all are saying, if you're saying anything. Oh, somebody's watching. Who is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how you tell. Oh, here. Oh, it's Kale. <laughs> Hi, Kale. Hi, Kale. How's it going? Can you, uh... Can you give us a comment? You, yeah, so Kale, can, can you see us? Can you hear us? Is all good? We'll just drink wine in the meantime. Apparently, they must pop up, like, right here. Oh, we got two. <laughs> Ooh, who else is joining us? We'll, we'll give you guys... We'll, we'll give you guys a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> every Zoom call ever. <laughs> to make sure everyone's on. Okay. How do we... Oh. Thanks, Kale. Thanks, Kale. Thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for the help. So, yeah, you're not going to get our coughs edited out this time. Nope. It's oh, not. Oh. It's not the Rona. I choked on my wine. She thinks it's fun. Alice is funny. Alice is funny. Alice might join us. You guys. Alice is probably going to join us. This is our first time being back together since, like, in the real, real life. Yeah. Since the Rona. Amber. And Amber's cat is like obsessed with me, so she instantly was like in my face, like purring on me. And I don't. I'm now. If my husband's watching this, I'm probably gonna have to shower when I come home. But yeah. <clears throat> it happens. So, like, how many are we gonna let come on here before we start answering? Well, I don't like, know. Like, what's realistic? <laughs> I feel like there's five. <laughs> right now, and that's five more than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And you guys can also, if you, we have probably like 10, 15 questions. Oh, yeah. If anybody has any more as we're talking. We lost one. We lost one. Kale, did you sign off? <laughs> Kale, get back on here. Um, yeah, like feel free to comment them. We'll just work on the list we have. But yeah, I don't know how many is a good number. Like, is anybody coming that we, if you're not here, raise your hand. This is probably the first time some people are seeing our faces, too. Scary, isn't Lucky it? Lucky you guys. <laughs> this is why <laughs> we podcast and we don't have a YouTube channel or something. I told Amber, I said, oh, Ted Bundy. Okay, Cal. Um, this next comment is John Bonet. <laughs> we'll get to the questions, Kale. Okay. <clears throat> you don't want to hear our Ted Bundy thoughts. That could take, we would be here till. Christmas someday, Probably. we would need someone to bring us more wine. We gotta that's keep for sure. We gotta keep you guys on the hook <laughs> for something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. So do we have five? Who can we see who I the five know. are? I'm sorry for my rude hand. Bear with us. Well, now it only says. No. Well, maybe they're people we're not friends with because oh, I don't think you can yeah. see those. So cool. cool. We okay. have people we aren't, or I'm not because we're on my Facebook. But yeah, cool. I mean, oh, we're getting, we're getting we're to eight now. So do we wait to like 10? Is that realistic? Sure. Is 10 realistic? We can just keep chatting for a little bit. This is what we do at the beginning of all mm -hmm. of our recordings. We talk for like a half an hour. We won't do that to you guys mm -hmm. today, but we talk for like a good half an hour just about stuff and things. Oh, hi, Linda. 
I uh, told Amber when I got here that I kind of forgot that this was like actually my face too, not just my voice. So I'm like, oh, I could have done, could have done a little something. But and I hate to tell you, but like this is as good as it gets. This so. is, I am who I am. Who I, am. I guess mm-hmm. if you don't like it, then you're at the wrong place. No. Well, we've got seven. Should yeah, we start? Yeah, I feel like we're losing. We better just get going. We lost somebody. Somebody That's, had to go to the bathroom already right. or Somebody something. accidentally clicked on it, you know, and you're scrolling and you're like, oh, I don't Well, know and then sometimes, you know, you're like watching it and then you're going to go back and watch it later you know From like you beginning? pop in and out yeah, yeah so i mean sure. i'm giving people the benefit of the doubt i mean if you if that's you probably you don't need to go back like if my friends are on a live like selling something i don't watch the whole time no you like you i'm like, like i'm in and out now we're down to four we better get going we because people call. are getting annoyed all right so welcome to murder happy hour live cheers maybe they're getting their wine yeah you get your wine your beer your seltzers your water your coffee i don't care just get something We'll get our questions. Yeah, we're... Thank you We've got them the on questions. our phones, so we're not just, like, trying to be rude, but we have to airplane mode our stuff because we're not very high-tech. If so. you can't <laughs> So where do we want to start? Do you want to start with the couple that you have before we do the ones that we both have on our phone? Sure. All right. From my DMs, are we saying people's, like, first names or are we just remaining anonymous completely? I don't care. All right. I don't think saying people's first names is going to be bad. I don't think so. Because it's not like we're giving the zip codes. No. Aw. Hi, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I have a question from Marissa. She says, I want to know how you got into true crime and what your fave Hollywood take on true crime is. So... How we got into true crime. We had a few others ask us that question, mm-hmm. too. So that's a, pro- that's a popular one. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about this a little bit. For me, I don't know. I've always really liked scary movies. They've always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I probably have to credit my mom with the TV shows we watched together because we watched a lot of CSI. So I got oh, into, yeah. like, all the forensic stuff, and I thought that that was really cool. And then we started watching Criminal Minds, so again, with the forensic stuff, but, like, the deeper, creepier stuff, and that kind of got me into the serial killers, so, um, yeah, I don't know, I just, as long as I can remember, I haven't ever been, like, a, like, a rom-com gal. Yeah, no, that's not my thing either. Yeah, so I've been into, like, the scarier stuff, so then just, like, the older I got, I guess, the more, um more into the real life stuff rather than the fiction and I mean a little bit of both so yeah that's my story what about you <sighs> well my grandma is like a total I've talked about we this know yeah if you listen episodes. to us we, yeah. we know we know grandma my grandma is like a total crime watcher my mom is a total like ID is on our house like 24 7 um So, my favorite movie, I remember the first time that my grandma let me watch it. You've heard me talk about this before. (laughs) My grandma let me watch Silence of the Lambs when I was eight years old. And that's what kind of, like... This is why she is. This is why I am the way that I am, if you're ever wondering. So, there it is. Um, But that's... And then that's just kind of segued into, like... I was really big when I was little into, like, Unsolved Mysteries. And I'm talking, like, Mm -hmm. 12. And that's not all true crime. But some of it is. Some of it isn't. It's the same vibes. Yeah. Um, Law and Order, SVU. So I'm not just like true crime. I liked a lot of the older crime shows, and then that's what kind of got me into the crime documentaries and 
got me going with that. So the fascination. And then kind of like probably I'd say early 20s, mid-20s, that was when like podcasts, I mean, they probably were popular before Mm -hmm. I got into them, but that's when I was introduced to podcasts and Serial was the first one that I listened to. Serial was like where we, where we started. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just like got together at work, not at work, Todd. (laughs) And we're talking about Serial and just, yeah, kind of got into the podcast world on that. And then we talked about having a podcast together for probably almost two years yeah, before we, so. and finally we're like, you know what? Let's do it. Just gonna do it. And here, here we, we are. are. A year later. Woo. Um, who, what was your favorite, what was the other part of the, the question? The other part of the question was, um, um, Jesse's wondering what's the choice of wine tonight? Oh, well. Amber provided tonight? Armatura. It is a... Traveling Traveling Vineyard. Mm -hmm. It is tasty. A tasty red. Yeah, it's good. Drink in moderation. It's only Wednesday. (laughs) Uh, What, uh, she's wondering what our fave Hollywood take on true crime is. Uh, My favorite, favorite, you guys have heard me talk about this too. It's a kind of newer one, but the assassination of Gianni Versace. Um, Darren Chris is his name, played um Andrew Cunanan and he was absolutely fantastic in that role if you haven't watched it yet go watch it that was like super good and actually it's not a true crime but also Penn Bagley and you is probably a favorite lately too it's not a true crime but that was some dang good acting yes that one's good if you haven't seen that this is fun this is like our tv time that we always do um Mine would have to be, um, and I have to say she gave me this example <laughs> when she asked, and I do, um, obviously, it's um, extremely, oh, what's the movie called? Extremely Wicked. Incredibly sh- Disturbing something. Shockingly Vile. Yeah. What a, the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie. I know that it had kind of like half and half, like half the people were really mad because they were like, oh, it's making Ted Bundy look. Like, romanticized? Yeah, and it's like... He already is. That's what he... And, yeah, I mean, aren't we all romanticizing this a little bit, just yeah. with true crime as entertainment? But I... And some people just thought it was bad. I thought it was excellent. I thought Zac Efron nailed it. I like Zac Efron as an actor, but that one was super good. Um, It's on Netflix, if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it. And then I also really like Zodiac. Oh, yeah, that's the, not a good one. Yeah, the one with, um, like, Mark Ruffalo mm-hmm. and um, Jake Gyllenhaal in it, that one is super good. And, um, yeah, we haven't done the Zodiac Killer either. That would be a fun one to do. We've kind of been doing a lot of, like, obscure ones lately. We've kind of, Corona's kind of taken us off the beaten life path. It's 2020. Things are weird. It's fine. Another one that we could kind of wrap into this is, you, you guys already know the answer to this probably, but all-time favorite... True crime case. Well, Ted Bundy. Mine's John Bonet Ramsey. <laughs> That's why they're like our goats. We're not talking about those till we're ready. Yeah, we're Someday. waiting till we're professionals. Yeah, but John Bonet Ramsey. I have my thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts about it. I've watched a lot. Of... I did start my note on Ted Bundy at one point. Oh. I think I have like two sentences on it, but I want to read Anne Rule's book about Ted Bundy before we... It's also in audiobook too, and I've heard that the audiobook is a really good way to listen to it because she actually reads it, so that's Excellent. cool. Yeah. 
What else do we got here for questions? You, you had one more, didn't oh, you? Oh, sure. Let's find it. Okay. Um. Oops. Nope. I screenshotted the wrong thing, so I don't have it. Okay. You go, and I'll find it. Oh, me go. Okay. Yep. Oh, boy. I don't think we're ready for that question yet. We're going <laughs> to... Not wine yet, or what? Um, okay, so Teresa is wondering. I saw that Teresa's on, so we better do hers. Hey, Teresa. If you could question one killer, serial or otherwise, dead or alive, who would it be and why? And what would you want to know? You go. I'm still finding my question here. But that oh. question was, like, so good. Such a good question. I've read these beforehand, too, but uh, Israel Keys. Ooh. That guy is probably the one that, like, freaks me out the most. Because he really had no rhyme or reason for what he was doing. And he had, like, murder. I don't know if any of y'all know about Israel Keys, but he had murder kits, like, just buried around the U.S. Yeah. Like, he was, like, always prepared for mm-hmm. when he might just want to murder somebody anywhere. Yes. So, like, why? What was the motive? Like, how did you pick your the people that you were around? Like, honestly, he is probably the true version of a sociopath. And it would just be so interesting to talk to him and get to, like, pick his brain. But so scary. I mean, he didn't eat people, but he's, like, as creepy as Hannibal Lecter, I think. So that would be mine, probably. Yeah. I felt a little bit like I wasn't a true, true crime fan when I couldn't come up with an answer to this one, like, right off the top of my mm-hmm. head. I honestly was like, hmm, what I interview? You would think it'd be Ted Bundy, but it's not. I just feel like we've heard... There's no questions with Ted, Ted Bundy. No. He's flapped his lips all over the place. Exactly. And he's just, like... As much as I'm interested in Ted Bundy, I'm also, like, I don't care about you, Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Like, you are just a terrible... Well, they're all terrible. Yeah, people, they're not. Killers, none of them are really... <laughs> they're not stand-up citizens. But, no. I, yeah, I wouldn't... And like, if you watch the Ted Bundy tapes, also on Netflix, that's mm-hmm. um, not a... I had a hard time but, watching those ones. Oh, no, I like that one. I like the... the uh, oh, I have a thought. Sorry. I'm going to come back to this question. But yeah, the other, the last question we're talking about Hollywood adaptations of true crime. My other one, and this one goes back to high school, is the Texas Chainsaw Man. Oh, yes. And there's nothing that has freaked me out more. And I saw this in the theaters and I just thought, oh my gosh, like it scarred me for life. Um, when at the very end of the movie, they show the real-life police footage, yes. and it is terrifying. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I So, I like, like, true crime stuff. I like researching about it. I like listening to it and all that stuff. <clears throat> but I will say definitely that since we've started watching or started this podcast, I watch a lot less true crime shows because every week I'm researching about, like, terrible stuff Mm -hmm. so I'm watching like private practice or (laughs) desperate housewives yeah something that just like gives me a little bit of like feel good well I mean private practice isn't exactly feel good but you know just something that's not like straight up terrible people killers all Mm -hmm. the time yeah but anyway so back to who would I interview I had to think about this one but it would definitely be a serial killer just because obviously like you guys know I'm kind of obsessed with the psyche of the serial killer um and I think I would probably pick Ed Kemper oh yeah that's a good one again one that we haven't talked about but he is known as the co-ed killer and he what I think is interesting about him is um, he's just so honest about it. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't delusional. He wasn't telling lies. He wasn't like outwardly yeah. crazy. Like 
you've heard that he was actually kind of polite and like came off like he was actually friends with cops and nobody thought you know he was the one doing this and he was sick like a super sick individual Mm -hmm. just terrible the things he did so I think I would like to just be in the same room as him and interview him just to like see what kind of conversations we would have and I I guess I would I think we kind of know why I mean he kind of is open and honest about you know why he did what he did but I think it would just be interesting to sit and talk to him another really good one would be BTK which I know that he like kind of taunted the police and stuff but he seems like such a normal guy like until he got arrested you would have never known so that would be an interesting one too to Mm -hmm. see how normal he really is Mm -hmm. but back to the high school movie thing Saw oh yeah those were Freaking terrifying. That's as close as I'm going to get to a swear word tonight. We're trying really hard not to swear. Freaking terrifying. Like, still, I have nightmares about Saw. I love those. But they're so scary. They're, like, so gory, too. I think if I tried to rewatch them now, I would have a tough time. Yeah, I just couldn't. mm, 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 mm. Good movies out there. Yeah. From, like, when we were in high school, the horror Mm. movie thing was, like, a real... That's probably why our generation is real is into, into all this stuff. Yeah, now. probably. Um, okay, what were we talking Oh, yeah, killers that we'd want to interview. Mm-hmm. So this one is kind of really random, but it popped into my head when the question was asked. So not necessarily the killers, because we don't even know, but I would, if, if they only were able to give honest answers so that we could really find out yeah. exactly what happened. I want to interview Adnan Syed and, oh, yes, and yes, Jay. Yes, More yes. than anything, Jay. Like, I want to know, what did you do, Jay? So. Jay's not innocent. No. I feel like we could go back now, like, a year later and do another non episode because that first one is boring. I'm sorry, guys. That first episode was really boring. If you guys listened to our first episode it was and you bad. kept listening, cheers. But... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that Anon is necessarily guilty, but there's something weird going on there somewhere. So that would be a really interesting one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, 100%. Oh. <clears throat> so there, you got more than one answer from us, as, you, <clears throat> as per usual. Yeah, and we're kind of all over the place, but that's also usual. Um, we should throw it out here, too, now that we kind of have, like, I feel like a solid watch yeah solid, solid crew. if you have if you didn't give us your questions and you want to ask us a question just comment and we'll see it on the live feed yes so do you want me to i have my question now that yep, i didn't have before okay um hillary asked us is there any case you've researched that has really stuck with you you want to start or you want me to start sure i can start um for me, I think it's the unsolved ones, the ones mm-hmm. that just leave you hanging in a mystery. And the one that um, comes to the top of my mind right away is the missing girls in Panama. Yes. It just like... I didn't even think of that one. It just... I don't know. It just... When you know that they... The... Um, police there messed up the investigation mm-hmm. so bad and like you just know that it couldn't possibly have been an accident and coincidence. Like, and we'll never know. I think that's the worst, the worst part. Like, it's yeah. not like a cold case. It's done. They're yeah. over it. So that one probably for me. Um, Junko Furuta. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the one that immediately came to mind was that one. That's the, um, what country was that in? 
Japan, I Japan, think? I think. Japanese, Asian girl that was held and tortured by this, like, gang. If you haven't listened to that one, that one was really bad. That was a hard one to talk about. That was a mm-hmm. hard one to go back and edit, too. Like, I didn't want to listen to that one. Mm-mm. Again, that one was icky in my mind. So that one for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, just in general, like, any that are... Um, like a Scott Peterson where yes you know you think it's you think it's just this nice husband nice guy normal person all. yeah and then it's absolutely not well so that one's that one's pretty easy yeah those are the ones that came to our mind um, Skylar wants to know dateline or 2020 mm. unpopular opinion but 2020. I think so, too. I like both. I do like both. I'm not opposed to either. If either's on, I'll watch either of them. But I think I, um, I think I just grew up with 2020 a little more. So, yep, that's my go-to. Okay, let's see our next one here. Oh, Marissa's on. Hi, Marissa. You'll have to go back. We answered your question already. Yes. (laughs) Um, okay, so Angie was wondering out of which cases stuck with us. We already answered that. Oh, yep. But she said that she recently watched Genetic Detective and really liked it. Have you seen that? I haven't. I've seen previews for it, and I want to. It's on I list. haven't either, so I need to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of makes me think of, like, that whole special they did that I've talked about a hundred times about the John JonBenet Ramsey where, like, they round table. Like, all those mm-hmm. experts. God, that was such a good show. Like, they should do that a hundred more times. <laughs> so, I'm going to have to add that to my list. Yeah. But 100%. So, Angie said, in my opinion, with the time and resources, we are going to see more and more of these cold cases solved with DNA evidence. 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's already happening. And don't you just wish that they could just fast track all this mm-hmm. stuff and not only murders too but think of how many rape kits are sitting on shelves and all these rapists are just out there rapists and probably murderers now too or like assault every, i mean anything anything yucky. yeah and they're just sitting there waiting to be solved mm-hmm. somebody's cousin took a 23 and me yep and and that's gonna be your downfall yeah yep exactly so yeah Obviously, we love the Would DNA. you do it? Would you? This is a side question, but would you do a 23andMe? Absolutely. I haven't done one. I haven't either, and I have been talking about it a lot. I really like to. Because, mm-hmm. for one, I mean, I guess, sorry if you're related to me and you're a murderer, that's on you. Exactly. That's not my problem. Um, I'm not one of those people who's like, ooh, the government's going to steal my DNA. Like, if they They've want already my, got it. Yeah, if they want my DNA or whatever, they can have it. I think they're neat, so I would like to do one. They day. know when I'm talking about an inflatable palm tree, and then five minutes later it shows up on my Facebook feed. Like, they already know. You're not hiding. They're You're not listening. hiding anything. Yep, exactly. Big Brother's watching you. Yeah. That's fine. They can watch me. I'm boring. All right. What else do we got? We've got a... Um, okay, we kind of answered this one, but I'll, I'll uh, read Sarah's question. She said, how did you two get into true crime? Which we kind of covered with mm-hmm. our past there. And then um, also, what or why do you guys think the obsession is with the whole true crime murder Ugh, thing? That's hard. It is, and that's... It's different for everybody. Yeah, and that's what I think is so interesting about it. Like, I, I'm such a nerd, but I love... 
like psychology and just like mm-hmm. the human mind and things like that. And so I think it is interesting how people as a whole tend to be drawn to like that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I, and I think that our society right now is just like so media saturated mm-hmm. that you hear about everything. Like yes. you hear about stuff now that you never in a hundred million years would have heard about before. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a huge part of it. Um, and people are just kind of sick these days. They like, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's like the feel bad. Is that the word I want to use? Like they feel bad for the other people, but like, oh, that'll never happen to me. But they like secretly find it like interesting. It's like a bad car crash. You can't look away. away. Like you don't, you don't want to, but you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have a, we have a new question coming in. What's your biggest learning since becoming podcasters? <laughs> With a little nerd emoji. I love it. Have we learned anything? We both like to procrastinate research. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm <laughs> pretty tech savvy. Amber is pretty tech savvy. I do our editing and things. As I say that as like I could not get our our mics hooked up and I was like trying to log into my Facebook mm-hmm. two minutes before the live started, but you know, that is what it is. We're here. Yeah. We were here on time. So, And I think, too, um, what I've learned true crime specifically with the podcast is, you know, I was really into, like, the big, you know, serial big, killers, yeah. the big cases, the yep. Scott Petersons, the stuff like that. And I think it's interesting to do the research on the mm-hmm. offbeat cases, the smaller ones that maybe don't get as much yeah. attention. And we've had some that are, like... <laughs> You have to dig deep <laughs> in the depths to find some information. Like, you're on. not going to the library, no. like, with the microfiche, but practically. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, that's definitely... We've had some that have been really kind of obscure. Mm-hmm. And, like, ones that I never even heard about that are, like... Um, who was the lady? Dorothea... Oh, Dorothea Puente. That she was, like... An inspiration for American Horror Story that, like, yeah. you don't know about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you read, then you're doing all your research and you're like, oh, that's where that came from. Or, mm-hmm. like, we talked about the movie Gone Girl. Scott Peterson was the inspiration for mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. And for then that when you movie. watch them and you, like, think about and it, and it's like, more, it's yes, just, like, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. Oh. Anybody need a refill? <laughs> Morgan does. Amber's a light pourer, apparently. This is what we do. Well, I don't know. That's good. Oh, what? Mm. Calls me a light pourer. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. What else do we what got? What do we got next? And yeah, keep the questions coming, guys. Yeah. That's fun. Um, <laughs> Todd, oh. What relevant evidence tactic today do you think will be obsolete in the future and why? Hi, Rachel. Aw, thanks for listening. Thank you. We miss you. Um, so what relevant evidence tactic today do you think will be obsolete in the future and why? You would ask this question. <laughs> Amber's like, did you see Toddle's question? I'm like, yes. Are you? Would you expect anything else? No. Um, cell phone towers, 100% oh, yeah. already are becoming obsolete. Um, what else is really lie detector tests are oh, becoming yeah. totally obsolete. It's almost like everything yeah. is becoming obsolete. Um, expert 
like witnesses that defense or pro- or prosecutions hire mm-hmm. because that's all subjective. That's not well. That's and, based on your opinion, right? And I mean, there could you be could so have much three psychiatrists. Yeah, either way, you could have three psychiatrists in the same room seeing all the same stuff, and mm-hmm. they're all going to think three different things. Like right. it's like the game of telephone where mm-hmm. Amber and I can be sitting here looking at the same thing, and we could tell you. Totally different stuff about what we see. So those are the three that I would think of. I don't know if you have any more. Yeah, going off of that one, not just the um, expert witnesses, but just eyewitness testimony Mm -hmm. in general. Just because I think we already know how flawed the human memory can be. And so even if your intentions are good and you really swear you saw something or experienced it a certain way, we know that that can be flawed and that two people can swear that they saw the same thing so that and dare I say fingerprints I know that sounds silly but um I don't know I just think I mean yeah maybe if you have a full fingerprint and you have it and it really matches great but I I think there can be some flawed science yeah. and partial prints, or I also read <laughs> somewhere, I don't know if this is true or not, but the koalas have oh. fingerprints just like humans. Well, not that a koala is going to be in a crime scene, but I read it. I read it on the internet. So Those koalas murdering koalas. I hear they're mean. <laughs> okay, we have another question. Skylar, I'm not a fan of this one. <laughs> Conspiracy theory John Benet Ramsey is now Katy Perry. Thoughts? Have you heard that? Yes, I've heard it. I'm not even entertaining that, Skylar. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. I know which question we're going to touch on next Mm -hmm. now, but I just, I don't know. I'm just not a conspiracy theory bandwagoner. Skylar, have you watched the John Benet Ramsey documentary, docuseries? I'm waiting. We'll wait. I'm waiting for your answer. (laughs) Boo. She's not Katy Perry. Get out of here. Uh-uh. Have you watched the documentary? You don't don't evade me. <laughs> I mean, I think conspiracy theories are fun to think yeah, about. Yeah, they're interesting. But I don't put a lot of credit to that mm-hmm. one. I think John Bonet is dead. Sorry. John Bonet is dead. And after you watch the docuseries about with um that Dr. Warren <laughs> Yes, she has. <laughs> so you probably have I mean, after watching that documentary. I'm, like, 100% sold on what my theory is. Mm. I haven't watched it We'll save that for another day. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I need to. I'd be interested for you to watch it and see what your theory is because I 100% have my thoughts and And nothing's going to change my mind. We haven't talked to each... Fun fact, we haven't talked to each other about Jen Bonet or Ted Bundy, really. I mean, just, like, mm surface-level things, but we're saving it all, so... Yep. Yeah. We try to not talk about a case... Before we record about it, because then that kind of takes away. Like we don't want to be scripted. We're here to bounce stuff off of each other, mm-hmm. and we want to be. Yeah, we don't want to sit here and read something. Like if we're gonna do that, then we may as well just talk to each other over wine and not spend time editing something. Yeah. All okay. Right, what is this question? Why? Why can't we see more? Galdosh aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, well, um, did we? Oh, Oops. yeah. I don't want to delete your comment. Okay, we can only read half your comment because we're not as tech savvy. Oh, here we go. We, oh, here yeah. We go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have not touched on that young man said to have killed his kids with that fire. 
No, we have not. Do you know the name of the guy? Oh, I think I know what she's talking yeah. about. Um, but no, we haven't talked about it, nor am I 100% sure I know what send, we're talking send about. The, if you find the name, can send it to us yes. and we can, we will we're always looking list. for a suggestion. Heck yeah. Oh, good question. What is creepier, colored crime scene photos or black and white and why? Colored. Yeah. Just more detail. Well, oh, I don't know. I'm sticking with colored. Are you? Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like there's so much more real in color, whereas, like, yeah. in black and white, you can kind of disconnect yourself from it. That's true. That's true. I would have to say, um, I would have to say video-wise, though, black and white, because, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, black and white police footage is rolling through my mind. Mm-hmm. So if it's video, I say black and white. Okay, what do I see? Wishbone is making me laugh. Did either of you show early signs of interest in true crime? Like an obsession with Scooby-Doo or Wishbone? Investigating a creepy neighbor? (laughs) Well, Marissa, I was watching Silence of the Lambs at eight years old, so I feel like I kind of skipped the Scooby-Doo phase. (laughs) I love Wishbone. Thank you for bringing that up. I feel like nobody But yes, I'm still, like... I still investigate creepy people. Like, I'm, I'll be walking through Target, and I'm like, oh, absolutely, bad vibes. Absolutely. That is so funny, because actually, oh my god, I've just had a memory that I think I repressed. <laughs> if my mom's still watching, you'll remember this. I was um, uh, not an only child, but my sister is a lot older than me, so she was already <laughs> out of the house. Um, so it was just me hanging out with myself as a kid, trying to entertain myself. So when I wasn't hanging out with my invisible friends, and other things that we can talk about in a therapy session. Um, I've got a good one. I played, I'm here, she says. Hi, Linda. Um, I played Detective Private Eye. Oh. Yeah, like I made, oh, I, how old was I? I probably was probably like eight or so. I made all my own stuff and I like went around the yard oh. and like pretended that I was investigating. I don't remember what kind of crimes. I thought I was investigating. Mom, if it's embarrassing, no need to comment. If you remember the details, we can talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> Marissa, I'm kind of offended offended as well that you didn't bring up Nancy Drew. Oh my gosh, Nancy Drew. Because I read her books. Absolutely. What? A, yeah, that's a great Girls question. can solve crime too, Marissa. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not just dogs. <laughs> yeah, not, not just Scooby Drew. But I did like Scooby-Doo, too. Absolutely. Trial Um, by Fire. Okay, we'll check it out. Yeah, we will. Thanks. I'll put put that in the... We'll we'll read our comments later. I'll write it down down there. We got it. Okay, so conspiracy theory. We got it. We got Todd B's two-part question. I'm going to read the second part first and get this over with. How much research and or prep work do you do while on the clock? Asking for a friend. HR. Funny Todd. None. None. We prep about we an might hour. talk. We might talk about it. Mm-hmm. But like Corona, we haven't really been because we're like, oh, oh we're going to record today. Oh, give me a half hour. It's literally like Saturday and we're like, what case should we do tomorrow? <laughs> like we're going to research it on Saturday and then Sunday before we record. Mm-hmm. We, In fact, we were going to do a live case tonight and then I was like, you know what? I have an idea. Let's just answer questions. <laughs> we don't have to research something. No prep work whatsoever. Yeah. And here we are. It's fun. <laughs> this is fun. 
I was only thinking of crime solving dogs. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so the first part of Todd's question. Um, give me your rundown on the JFK file and if you buy into any of the conspiracy theories. That's the first part of the first part of his question. So we'll mm-hmm. go with that. I am not gonna lie. I like I said, I'm not super into conspiracy theories, so I don't know a lot about the conspiracy theories that go along with it. But I would be interested to research. It might be a fun episode. Yeah, I've watched um, quite a few documentaries on JFK. <laughs> I'm thinking of one in particular that they like recreated the shots from where. Um, the killer supposedly was sitting and it like the way that his brain, like the way that his head basically blew apart, he couldn't have been sitting where he was. And then actually I've just started reading or started listening to a podcast called very presidential. It's also another Mm. Ashley flowers one who is part of crime junkie. And she kind of talks in depth about, (coughs) um, each president, and so she talked about JFK, and there was something in the episode about JFK about he maybe wouldn't have died. I'm going to have to go back and look on that, and I'll talk to you about this, Todd, but because <laughs> I don't remember exactly what Call it was. Call me when you yeah, but there, <laughs> video like, me in. <laughs> so basically, JFK was, like, very, very sickly and was, like, almost on his deathbed, like, numerous times before he even became president. Like, he had his... Um, last rites read to him three times before he became president. Oof, that's rough. Fun fact for you. So, and he found this doctor that he traveled around with him, and this doctor basically filled him up with amphetamines and, like, made him feel like he was on top of the world and everything was great, grand, wonderful. Um, conspiracy theories, I don't think things happen necessarily the way that history has them laid out. Yeah, absolutely. That I think that's a case with a lot of history. Yeah. But um, Todd also talked to me about the Greg Isles books. Have any of you that are on here read the Greg Isles books? Amber wasn't a I fan. I tried. I couldn't get a joke. But those are like favorite books of all time. I could probably go back and reread them. And actually, they kind of touch on the JFK deal in those books. So if you're into history stuff, which I know you are, Todd, totally check out those books. You would really, really like them. Okay. More coming in here. Yeah. And then, Todd, we already answered the favorite big case Ted Bundy, John Bonet. What? Okay. Hold on, Marissa. I'm trying. We're getting there. These dang laptops. Here, I'm going to read another one while you okay. try to figure out that. I continue pressing the same spot. Well, it worked last time. Yeah, you just got a definition of insanity, by the way. But, okay, so we have a few questions from Emily. Um, I think we touched on some of them. When did you both start getting into true crime? At a very young age, yep. Um, Oh, I like this question. What true crimes interested you back in high school and college years, and what true crimes interest you the most now? Did it change for you? High school age, probably the biggest one for me was Drew Shadeen. Oh. Because it was a local case, and it scared the yeah, for sure out of me. Mm-hmm. For me, and I kind of touched on this already with a different question, but, like, for me, it's always been about the serial killers. And it still is for me, but yet, at the same time, it's super interesting to um, dive into the smaller cases. And not even the smaller ones, but more like the one-offs, or, like, the missing yeah. persons, or the mysteries, you know, yeah. that aren't necessarily just straight-up 
serial killers. So Mara Murray is one that I'm like really into now. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're in North Dakota local, Tommy Beerson. We're not going to talk about Tommy Beerson. If you want, that one is really. If you want to have someone with us and off chat. the record, we'll chat about mm-hmm. Tommy Beerson. Um, those kind of ones are a lot more interesting to me now because there's mm-hmm. so like even still now with Tommy Beerson, there's so many questions. Mara Murray. Um, and I think the boy that was driving. Um, you can never remember his name. God, I struggle with this guy's name, but I really like that case. <laughs> boy who was driving was sat in the same spot for like twelve hours. Yeah. Somebody help me out here. Um, God bless it. And for me too. And I was actually um, texting with Marissa about this today a little bit, kind of where I'm going to go with this. I think being an adult now, mm-hmm. it's like when you are actively watching the yep. news and like seeing the things unfold I don't know it like hits you a little different yeah. I think when you're watching like for example the um Chris and Shanann Watts that yeah. was the one we were talking about today um that one or like um that Laura is her name Lori Vallow I can't remember where her two kids oh. went missing and then her and her new hubby flew off to Hawaii and whatever. Like, it's kind of, I don't know, it's just interesting when you're watching these things unfold in real time a little bit more, too, so. I'm just looking for that guy's name because I do this all the time. All right. It really bothers me. I'll keep going here with a couple questions as she's looking that up. Um, Oh, I think she asked another question, though. Oh, perfect. What's up? Similarly, Similarly, what's the most overrated true crime podcast? Oh, what, okay, what case does everyone else love that you're just not into? And what's the most overrated true crime podcast? Um, I gotta look at my podcasts because, and I don't want to throw any podcasts under the bus because I haven't listened to, like, a truly bad true crime podcast yet. There's been a couple that, like, just weren't my... That were just very dry. That wasn't my thing. I have to say, okay, so, and I, I'm i going to say I want to give this one a second chance because I've only tried to listen to, like, a couple episodes, but Jensen and Hold, The Murder Squad, I was hoping to be more into it because they are, one of them, one or both of them are retired or active, I don't even know, that's mm-hmm. a terrible description, but they're detectives or were detectives. And I don't know if it's just because the episodes are too long, if I lose my attention, if they go into too much detail, and maybe I just, you know, want the fluff and I don't want all the detail. I'm not sure. That one I I wanted to like more than I did when I tried to listen to it. That one in S-Town. Yep, S-Town. That one I didn't like. I wasn't... I never really got... This really is going to be an unpopular, uh, unpopular opinion. But I never really got super into Dr. Death or Dirty John. Really? I don't know why, but I just never got, like, super connected to either of them. I never have listened to Dirty John, but I like Dr. Death a lot. And I don't know. I remember listening to it when I was driving somewhere. So maybe it was because I just, like, binged Mm -hmm. the whole thing kind of deal. Yeah, I don't... I should try it again, probably, because sometimes that happens to me. Mm-hmm. I can't find this kid's name. That's all right. It's bothering me, but that's fine. All right. Okay, another one. I'm working on Emily's questions here. Um, What was your favorite episode you did so far, and which ones are you excited to do? 
Oh, gosh. Favorite episode? I have to say... Um, Herb. <laughs> I did like that, that one. one was our second episode. Second episode. The sound quality is iffy, but if you can get past the few weird technical things, I we enjoyed ourselves with that one. Yeah, that fun. one. Oh, that one was a headache the next day is what that one was, but it was yeah. great. That one, and you brought it up already, but Dorothea Puente. Yeah, that one was I funny. Just, I, like, I like the ones that we can... I don't know. But, I mean, they're murders and they're terrible, but the ones that we yeah. can laugh about and that we yeah. can have a good time when we're talking about, those are those are my favorites. Bryce Las Piazza. Oh, yep. Las, Las, Las Pisa. I don't know. That's his name. Maybe we should do an episode on him and then we'll, Apparently, we'll remember it bugs who he is. Me. So maybe that's the answer to that are question. The da- we want to do that one. Okay. <laughs> Kinsey's wondering, are the Dassies innocent? Is it bad? I don't even know what she's talking about. I think that's... About. Let me... Oh. Making a murderer, isn't it? Oh. Dunno. Another what? unpopular opinion. Could knock it into no, that one. I watched, like, the first two episodes of that show, and that's two hours of my life I'm not ever going to get back. I only gave it a good old-fashioned try for but, the first episode. I think I got too lost in, like, who is who and what. Yeah, I don't so know. many. So many dassies. Um, and, like, the interviews were so hard to watch. It was, like, they didn't, yeah, it's making a murderer, Kenzie, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't answer I that think one because I don't know. I want to say that recently I've read some stuff that evidence is pointing that they did do it. And the. So they either did it or they're truly some of the unluckiest people. Because what's the point? Which of, it could very well the be. The point of the Netflix thing was to show that they're they did it, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I should try. It. Maybe I should go try watch it. Again. I believe a lot more in non-Sayed's innocence than the Nazis. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. Um, okay, you had more questions from Emily. Um, let me see. Let's see. We kind of talked about that one. Favorite true crime movie. Um, okay. Well, we we didn't talk about, though, that the Lacey Peterson, Scott Peterson documentary. We talked about it in our last episode. But oh. that, that documentary is super good, too. I'm more into, like, that than, like, a true crime movie. Like, The Killing of Gianni Versace, the docuseries about John Bonet. Sure. Um, the, uh, <laughs> another recent one that's kind of a true crime series... Tiger King. That one you just couldn't look away from. Oh, absolutely. It was super hard to watch the first episode. Yeah, that first episode was hot. I'll maybe power through then. I might. Yeah, I might someday. But like you had said, too. I've got a list 100 miles. Yeah, I watch a lot less true crime documentaries than I do kind of fluff Mm -hmm. shows nowadays. But I really wish Criminal Minds wasn't over. That was my go-to. Yeah. Oh, that was just so good. The good news is Grace film Grace is filming again, guys, so there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Woohoo. Oh, I had a question too, um, from Two Local Linda. Oh. Linda's wondering, have you ever thought about doing an episode on Andrew Sadek oh. or do you consider it too local? Too local. Very local. Mm-hmm. My Linda, we'll talk we can talk about this offline, but <laughs> my aunt, um, who will probably listen to this later. 
uh, has some very, very strong opinions on the Andrew Sadek thing and actually got kind of involved in the activism to prove what happened with Andrew Sadek. Oh my Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so we could talk about that sometime, Linda. We'll get coffee. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because I think But that that's another really good one, super too. Interesting. I have my thoughts on that mm-hmm, one as well. So do I. What was I? Oh, um, so I have a question from Devin. He sent it to my husband. Oh. He was wondering where Alice is. Um, we have been recording via Skype. So, yeah, Alice. Don't worry, Alice was here today. She was. I don't know where she went. I'm, that's, that's what made me think of it was because Alice, and I think his actual question was where the... Is Alice, if you're familiar <laughs> with, with the, the song. song. But anyway, we're not sure where Alice yeah, is right usually now. she's, like, literally laying on me, like, mm-hmm. bathing herself. Alice on. loves Mario. For those of you who don't know, Alice is my cat. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a very big cat person. Except for Alice. Yeah, I mean, Alice. I tolerate Alice. She acts like she tolerates Alice. Now I'm going to have to shower when I get home. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be allowed in my house otherwise. Oh, we have Tutty more uh, here. Okay, yeah, yep, right there. Do you have true crime on when your kids are in the room, or will you keep them from it? Um, right now, I don't really have it on when they're in the room. Um, my kid is a baby, so <laughs> I we kind of just have whatever on. I think the yeah. movies and baseball and stuff. I mean, I've had, like, Law & Order or something like that on, which isn't really true crime, but... My mom and my grandma definitely, definitely, like, that's just what's 100% on all the time at my mom and my grandma's house. So they've been around it, but they're not watching it. I think I'd like to, I don't know. I, it's hard to say because I haven't been a parent for very long, but I think my philosophy is not to, I want to shelter my kid, but yeah. at the same time, I don't want to completely shelter yeah. them. Like, I want them to A little be bit a, of natural fear is okay. Yes, I want... I want her to know when she's in a sketchy situation yeah. or to maybe be a little over, I don't know, overcautious yeah. or whatever. I'm not saying that I'm going to be like, here, listen to mommy's podcast. No. That's probably not a great idea, but. Um, no, we don't. Like, my son is probably the more the one that would have an idea. And he he knows that I, like, have a podcast, but he's not around it or isn't. Yeah. No. I'm trying to not. He's only four, yeah. so. <laughs> like, when they get a little, like, eight, then you'll have Eight, sounds of lambs. lambs. <laughs> eighth, eighth birthday party. <laughs> so if I invite your kids, don't bring them. <laughs> okay, Hillary, late to the party. Yeah, where were you? Um, do you have your own If I Go Missing file? Um, I, I think we're kind of each other's If I Go Missing file. Uh-huh. I have one, and the people who need to know where it is know where it is. <laughs> I and, don't have one, but... I mean, not, like, an actual physical one. Right, but, like, I don't know. And I think it's I think it's a little less so now that, um, like, I've been working from home during the whole pandemic thing. But I, I would hope that my coworkers would, like, think that something was fishy if I didn't show up for work. So maybe now it's a little more sketchy when I'm didn't respond to a snapchat yeah you know I think we look out for each other I mean it would be pretty easy to know if I go missing other than on a weekend because sometimes I'm not very good at answering text messages no you're not and then I'm like oh whoops 
sorry, you texted me three days ago asking me a question. Here's your response. Yeah, I'm good at, like, the responding in my head and not replying. And I recently, sorry, I turned my read receipts off just because the anxiety of knowing that someone's read my message and that I haven't responded was getting to me. Yeah, so I like to be able to read it, think about it, respond when I want to. It's not their business if I'm ignoring them or not. I don't need to, I don't need to answer for myself. I can make my own decision. Exactly. So, yeah. That was not really an answer to that question, but... Kind of. Kind of. Okay. What else we got? (laughs) That takes (laughs) Um. When did you decide that you just one day want to do a podcast together? Well, it was like two years in the making before Mm -hmm. we... We just started talking about a lot, and we thought maybe somebody else would want to listen to us talk, so... And here we are. Yeah. Um, Do you need a refill or are you uh, calling her quits for the eve? Just another, like, just half because then I'm, I've actually had two glasses. Okay. Um, do – what are our favorite things about Murder Happy Hour? Um, what's your favorite thing about Murder Happy Hour? Um, I just – I don't know. I – well, I like Morgan. Don't tell her I said that. We're, like, <laughs> same people. We're the same brain. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, it's just kind of, like, fun to look forward to and know that yeah. we are we are getting together and just, like, having a good time. Like, it's not serious. And I feel like we all, we kind of ebb and flow. Like, she's more prepared one week. I'm completely not prepared. Vice versa. So we can yeah. just really, like... Have a good time with it. There's if we have to take a week off, we're not super yeah. serious about it. And I think just having I don't know, I just it's like an outlet kind yeah, of Yeah, it's a nice hobby to have. I just feel like I don't have a ton of other hobbies. I'm just so busy with you know, work, work and, and family and, and stuff. And yeah. So it's nice to have something like, oh, gotta research my case, you know. Gives yeah. me something to do. So it's probably my favorite thing. Um, next question. Do you have a favorite murder story, favorite crime movie? And Kinsey just kind of asked the same thing. If you could suggest one true crime show or movie or documentary right now on Netflix or Hulu, what would it be? Killing of Gianni Versace, John Benet Ramsey docu-series. Ted Bundy tapes. 100%. Mm-hmm. There's another one here. Yeah, too. Hillary. First thing you do if your podcast gets famous. <laughs> Well, hold on. Let me check something. <laughs> who, was, who was listening? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. No, he's not here. <laughs> Quit my job. Bye. <laughs> Once we start rolling in the big box. No, I would probably be like, can somebody get me Ashley Flowers and Britt Prey Watts number? Honestly, I think aside from like if it really became a full-time job, quitting my job yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 100%. I... I can you repeat I'll text that? you, Kinsey. Oh, I she meant that. I'm like, no, no, I'm only saying it once. Um, I I don't know. I just feel like I probably wouldn't live my life too differently aside from, like, I'd be rich so I could, like, buy nice things. Yeah. Not have to get up if I don't want to in the mornings. How cool would that be, though, to just, like, your job is to research true crime? I'd, I'd hire a... Um, person to edit that's what I do I'd hire somebody to edit our podcast for us a producer so and like maybe get like an actual studio that would be cool yep yeah yeah okay 
Um, Mike is wondering, how do you not go to sleep creeped out after all this research? Ooh, that's such a good question. Because it's it's weird, but I don't get creeped out by it that much. Like the research and when we're talking about it, I just don't. I get more creeped out with fake horror films and I don't know, watching stuff on TV. To me, I haven't I don't know, I haven't ever it hasn't really ever bothered me. Oh. I definitely. I'm fine as long as my husband's home. If my husband's yeah. not home, yeah. I'm like running to and from rooms because I'm convinced someone's That's true. I bet I don't know, like when I watch Criminal Minds by myself, oh my God. that I'm freaked out about even though it's I mean it's fictional. Whereas I don't know, I just I've never really been creeped out by anything that we've necessarily talked about yeah I mean I I try and like disconnect myself from it which is Mm -hmm. part of the reason why that's why we watch private practice and Grey's Anatomy and stuff like that to like you know or I started watching The Good Place because it's a quick that one's funny yeah it's like a quick half hour show I would watch that just to like get my mind that or Friends just to get my mind off of it is always good Mm mm-hmm I'm just looking for this documentary for Kinsey. Okay, I'm going to go back to our questions here, see what we've missed. I know we got more. Um, Jessica is wondering, what are your favorite podcasts to listen to, both murder mystery and life in general? So... Hands down, my number one favorite podcast is Crime Junkie. Um, If you haven't heard of it or you haven't listened to it, it is excellent. It's so good. I mean, and that's a very professional podcast. They are very professional. They make money and stuff. They're not like us. Um, But it's so good. It's actually the one podcast that I subscribe to their their Patreon. I pay $5 a month to get extra episodes and to get the ad-free episodes. Um, I also like My Favorite Murder. We've talked about that a little bit, too. Yeah, that one's funny. That one's more mm-hmm. like, we're kind of like in between Crime Junkie and My Favorite Murder. Yeah, as far as like research and scripted yes. of it. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That one's kind of long. I find myself, like, if I'm in the mood, it's fun to listen to their banter back and forth. If I just really want to hear a murder story, you can like skip it and get to yeah. the story. Um. Um, there's a couple more that I've been listening to lately. Um, give me just a second here. I got mine pulled up. I have to say, though, I don't listen to any podcasts that are not true crime related. Um, the only one I have on my list is Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, just because I like Dax Shepard, and I've listened to a couple of the episodes, and they're pretty entertaining, but I find myself mm-hmm. gravitating towards catching up on Crime Junkie and My Favorite Murder, most mostly. Um, In the Dark is another really good mm-hmm. one, and the first, like, six episodes is all about the Jacob Wetterling case, mm-hmm. so that one's really good. That's been my kind of, like, current um, Up and Banished. Yes, that one. And I yes. don't know if they have other seasons, but what season was the Terror? Was it the first season? Terrorgan's Terrorgan's That was a good one. That one was super good. I'm just looking to see. Yeah, and it looks like there possibly was a second. Um, another one that I've watched, listened to a little bit. Um, a, I started Atlanta Monster. I haven't I kept too. it going. I haven't either. 
I like Cold, too. That one yep, is about that one. Um, the case of Susan Powell. Mm-hmm. And that's... I would I would highly recommend that one if you haven't listened to Cold. I think it's very well produced, and the story is absolutely captivating. I mean, I just... Like, some of the episodes stop me in my tracks, some of the stuff yeah. that they would say in it. It was so good. Um, Someone Knows Something is another good one. I have that one on my list, but I don't think I've listened um, to it. I haven't listened to, like, the full series of all these because I kind of hop around a little bit. The Thing About Pam is another true crime one that kind of talks about a similar, like, all one story. Counterclock. Um, ones that I listened to. I did listen to the Rachel Hollis podcast, but now her and Dave are getting divorced, and I'm just kind of oh, over I Rachel saw Hollis. That. Um Another one that I listened to that I've recently started, like I said, is uh, the very presidential Ashley Flowers one. Oh, they have another one, too, on their, um, it's not her, but it's their production company yeah. or whatever. Um, Park, is it called Park Predators? I think so, yeah. That one's good. It's just, it's true crime about um, things that have happened in, like, national parks. So it's kind of along the same lines as Crime Junkie, but. And then there's a podcast called Cover Up that's actually all about JFK. Um, And the story about um, Ted Kennedy when the woman was found dead in his car, if any of y'all are JFK. Kennedy, they got a lot of um, of stuff going on with that family. So there's a... There's a list for you. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Don't ask me a question. This is I, what you get. I would like to know, honestly. Ooh, Kinsey's starting the Gianni Versace one. Let me know what you think. Oh, nice. I would like to know other people's podcast recommendations. Yeah, do you too. have anything? Like, anybody who's listening to anything, whether it be true crime or not, if it's not true crime, I'm probably not going to listen to it. But if it's super good, I might. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, but probably not. Um, yeah. Those are my uh, my podcasts. Okay, do we have more questions? I think that's it. Unless, do any of you guys have any more questions while you're on here? Dave Ramsey. Ha, no. <laughs> no offense. Yeah, no, no offense. I'm but I just, I don't believe in when you have to pay to take a course to save money. <laughs> that's just my thoughts. I could just save my $100 and put that towards my debt. Yeah, I think we got them all. I mean, we still got a little bit of wine left. Yeah, if come on, guys. Any questions for those are great questions, though. Thank you, guys. For come on, guys, keep the questions. We got like a for joining us. Left, left yeah. each. I'm not even sure how long we've been on here. Long. It's been an hour. Ooh, I was like thinking like 35 one. minutes. Yeah. Um, favorite wine while podcasting. I'm a traveling vineyard girl. I don't drink mm-hmm. anything other than traveling vineyard these days. Yep, me too. I like it. We're I don't know if you caught it at the beginning, but we'll show our wine again. We're drinking Armatura. Um, I also, if you're looking for a white, I really like Jitterbug, but I think that one is currently unavailable. Oh, I got a bottle of home. Well, I'll bring it next time. I was going to say. And Skylar wants to know, when can we have a wine night so I can ask all of my off-the-record questions? Oh. Well, we could have a wine party, a, a murder happy hour wine party, a little one, if people that are into that. That would be fun. 
I mean, we'd have to keep it small and socially distanced. Mm-hmm. But we could make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Favorite wine on podcasting. That's funny. I just All-time favorite is funny. Five String uh, from Traveling Venue. Oh, yeah. I got a bottle of that, so after yeah. the gender book, next time we'll do the Five String. Um, yeah. So I was actually pregnant for like most <laughs> most of the podcast. Funnily enough, I uh, we started it and then like two episodes in. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but yeah, we're still I mean, funny, which is great. Yeah, we still had a great time, but we're back. Oh, on the Hillary line. can take us to the ghetto, and you can do your podcast live, true crime in the hood, as it ah. happens. I don't know. I don't know if my therapist would recommend that for my anxiety. <laughs> I just feel like, I mean, I guess better have your if I go missing file ready, I suppose. That brings up another thing. That would be an, something I would like to do if um, if this podcast went famous. That would be another thing I would do is start a investigative oh, podcast. podcast. I would like to pick a, I mean, as many others have gone before me who are better at this pick a case Mm -hmm. that's interesting and unsolved and really like travel there and talk to people and investigate it i think that would be pain lindsay yeah i like pain lindsay when you have a name like pain lindsay though you have to be an investigative podcaster Mm -hmm. and who was the one um well that wasn't really an investigative reporter with a non-site yet it was oh sarah koenig sarah koenig but uh what was her name the cousin sadra Oh, no, Rabia. Rabia. Rabia yeah. Chaudhry, I think yeah. her name was. Yeah. But she was kind of behind all of it. Mm-hmm. But poor Adnan's still in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scott Peterson's death sentence was overturned, though, so now he's going back to trial, likely, for just the sentencing portion. He's mm-hmm. not getting out. So. He's still, yep, still guilty, so they say. <sighs> yeah. Well, this was fun. This was fun. Oh, we got more. Madeline McCann. Any international cases you find super interesting? Yeah, Madeline The McCann, Panama sure. Girls. The Panama Girls. We've done those ones. Um, what else did we do? Um, that Katerina. Yeah, that Zawad, one was weird. Zawadra or whatever. That one was crazy. The skin, the skin case. Why do I always pick the weirdest names? Like, honestly, if it's a name that's hard to pronounce, I picked it. And then I struggle the whole time. And we're sorry. Yeah, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just, honest to God, don't know how to say the names. <laughs> and also, we don't know geography. No, I know nothing about, I know I live in North Dakota. Or math. We don't do good at the math. Either. I work at a bank, but I have a calculator. Mm-hmm. You don't want me doing mental math when I'm figuring out. Especially it. after a couple oh. glasses of wine. <laughs> I'm really good at blackjack, though, most of the time. I can math that up real fast. Nope, not me. That's why I don't like blackjack. When my money's on the line, I can... No, I'm more for the pig wheel. Mm-mm. Random chance. There's no, there, there's no thought into it. Exactly. This That's is something point. that we disagree on. I'm a blackjack person. I think the only person, thing we disagree on... Like, if I'm going to wager my money on something, I want to have some sort of control over it. But I also want to have control over everything in my life. If I'm so. gambling, I'm gambling. It's all up to chance. All right. Is that all you've got, got, got yeah. you got for us? I'll give you a few more seconds, but otherwise we don't want to drag this on too yeah, long. Yeah, I mean, we got kind of windy. Math that, math that up. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, anyway, we're here just celebrating our one-year anniversary. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we'll have to do this again. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. We were excited to finally... Oh, we have more questions. We're excited to finally get back together, too. We've been recording apart, and it's our sound quality is not great, as no. well as our... I don't know, our rapport is a little different. It's hard to hear each other. We talk and over then, each yeah. other a lot, whereas we talk over each other a lot now, but you can still hear us both. Uh, okay. Uh, no, I don't want to bring Emily in camera. So, what's your favorite season? Is there a murder case around holidays you want to do, like, a Halloween or a Christmas? Ooh. We did a Christmas one last year, and it was hard to find a Christmas it one. It was. Although, funny that you say that, because... When we were trying to find the Christmas one, it was hard to find specifically, but I've been listening to a lot of Crime Junkie, and I feel like there's been at least two murders that have happened on Christmas, and I'm like, oh, of course, I could have done that one, but it wasn't like a one-off murder, it was like, this is when one of the murders of like six happened or something like that. My favorite season is fall. She mine has that. Yeah, mine is too. I like fall a lot. Um, but a Halloween murder, that would be a fun... We got that yeah. coming up. That would be a fun thing to see. We can we try can and find one if you have a suggestion for a Halloween murder. Heck yeah. Let us know. Yeah. It's kind of interesting if you look at our Google history. Like, Halloween murder. Interesting murder. Murders people Mur- haven't heard of. Murders on October 31st. Murders yeah. by... Yeah, it's... It's fine. It's fine. We're just doing the best we can mm-hmm. with what we've been given. Google and Wikipedia. Yeah, this is not like an investigative podcast, so if that's what you're coming here for. Not even close. Okay, well. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, and until yeah. next time, stay safe and lock, lock your, your freaking, freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.